Yo, what's going on, everybody? It is Sunday, 3 p.m. here in Chicago, May the 24th, over Memorial Day weekend, and I'm very happy to see you guys all here. It looks like we got a lot of people in here already. Uh, very happy to see you guys. I have some good news, or I guess updates. Maybe it's not good news. I think it's good news. It's fun. Um, that I'll give you, uh, but let's see who's here first. We got good afternoon from Kentucky. Uh, Roadrunner Reviews is coming in. It says, what is everyone doing this Memorial Day weekend? Great question. I've been seeing a lot of the footage. Sorry, had to close that cabinet. I've been seeing a lot of the footage from all over the place, people getting out, some people doing it very well, like in LA, some people doing it in a way that, I don't know, maybe that's fine, but it looks scary to me and I would feel uncomfortable in some of those situations like we've seen. I don't know if you guys saw like the footage from like the lake, that pool over in the Lake of the Ozarks and like, hold on, sorry, something going on here. Um, lake of the Ozarks, some of the other places, a lot of crowds. Um, I mean, I wish I had that level of comfort. I do not, but hopefully everyone's staying safe and having fun. Uh, Jody Runs is here, Steve 70, Stevie 76, awesome Christian. Hello from Sweden, awesome. Good to see you, thanks for coming in. Uh, for the live stream. Nathan is saying aloha from Hawaii. Terrence Hui for this weekend is staying away from crowds. I think that's a, a good good thing to do. I'm very concerned about what happens this weekend, um, just for the overall health of everybody. Um, JC8049 says, yo, rainy weekend in North Texas, Getting in the got in the long run yesterday. Well, that's good. Good, glad you were able to get it in. Running Addict says, yo, what's going on? What's going on, Running Addict? Greg says, happy Sunday, run day, making a pair of custom Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse Nike Peg 36 for himself. That's pretty cool. Awesome. Uh, Bruce K says, hello from Mississippi. Austin Allison says, did 14 today and bonked real hard, but gotta love it. Lessons learned. Lessons learned for next time. Hopefully you can figure out, like, you know, was it pacing? Was it, like, hydration, nutrition? Could be any of those things. But hopefully we at least learned something from it. Uh, Martha says it's raining in the Colorado mountains and they need it. Oh, that's interesting. Are you, I mean, you need it because it keeps people inside or you need it because, like, has it been dry up there? I know, like, it went from in a lot of the country, Midwest, and I think also the Southeast, and maybe it's part of the Atlantic as well. It was, like, record drought almost for a long time, and now everything's, like, extra high water levels. Uh, water levels in Chicago by Lake Michigan are extremely high. Um, to the point that people are very concerned about it. Uh, Martin Lange says, good evening from Germany. Stuart Weirden's here. Motivation Theory running's here. What's going on, man? Dr. Funk says, what's going on? My wife cut my hair today. Would you let your wife cut yours? Absolutely, I would. It would be like a giggle fest, too, if we did it. Um, I think that'd be fun. Michael Song says, hello from Neighborville. Awesome. I'm at Yavul. I'm at Yavuz. Coming in from Istanbul, Turkey. Good to see you again. Mark Wenchison coming in from New Jersey. Awesome. That's where I'm from. Um, Steve said, nice video earlier. Very poignant. Thanks. Thanks. I think that's something that's like on a lot of people's minds. Because like as like things are opening back up again, whether that's prudent or not, things are opening up. And, you know, everyone's like, all right, back to normal. You know, and you like people that have been, I don't know. I think a lot of people haven't stopped to think about like how things are going to be different. I mean, it's been on our minds because we've been like, hearing like social distancing, reduced capacity and stuff like that. But I don't think people have really like processed it. And so like, you know, I think that's gonna be something on a lot of people's minds. Hopefully it's, people can at least relate to it. I'm not thinking that it's gonna necessarily help anyone, but uh, hopefully people can understand that there's lots of people feeling the same thing. Um, 
Frank LeHulia is saying he's finding less traveled hiking paths with the family. That sounds like a lot. That sounds like a fun adventure. I, I, I like that. Running Addict said, love the Pegasus 37 colorway you reviewed. Thanks. I was a big fan. I got a lot of compliments on that one. I wanted to make it look like my old Peg 33 shields. I feel like that was like the best color combos that I've ever seen on Pegasus. And I was like, that's what I want to recreate. I haven't seen Nike come back with it. And then I saw that if you did the Nike by you, you can get the gray midsole earlier. So I wanted to get the gray midsole. Austin Allison said about his bong today that it was definitely hydration. Well, cool. I'm glad you got that narrowed down. Motivation Theory Running says, saw you hit 70 miles this week to a commanding lead in the Motivation Theory Running Club. Awesome. I'm glad I'm up top. Uh, that's what I was shooting for. Um, and 70 miles. Feels good. Feels good to hit it. Um, I mean, like, I think I have like 76, if you count the extra running that I do with my daughter when she's riding her bike. Um, I'm, I'm tracking it in my like Polar Flow app, but I'm not um, counting it necessarily. Although I feel like if it were a stretch week and I was like, oh, I really needed the miles to count this week, I might, I might flip flop on that issue. <laughs> um, Goku Runner says it's super hot in Texas. It's um, summer's hitting. It's here for sure. Um, and as Dunbar says, did a 55 mile week this week and feeling quite good. Awesome. Enjoying running doubles each day. I, I just like, I like doubles. I'm a fan of it. Um, he says, hope you're having a good Sunday. I am. It's been nice and relaxing here. Um, if you guys hear some humming, the air conditioning is on because it is a bit warm outside now. Um, and normally I don't think it's quite so hot that we need the air conditioning on, but um, my daughter has been saying that the air has been really heavy. So we thought maybe, you know, she's not acclimated to humidity again yet. So we're running the air conditioning today. But if you hear it, I apologize, but I'm not going to be able to turn it off. I'm like sweating in here as it is right now because I'm by the window, a lot of heat. I'm also holding a very hot cup of coffee. So maybe I need to switch over to the water. Uh, Greg said he ran five miles too. Awesome. Really warm weather here in Chicago with a mask. Yeah, it was warm this morning. It was very humid. And like I went out with half tights and a t-shirt. And the moment I got outside, I was like, oh, that was a mistake. I should have gone with a tank. But I also hit the road at 4 o'clock this morning. I was like, who needs a tank top at 4 in the morning? I, I could have used a tank top at 4 o'clock in the morning. Michael Casey O'Shea says, hello from Ireland. Awesome. Uh, how are the 1080 V10s going? I found they felt amazing the first 100 miles, but midsole shredded too quickly. Not worth the money. You know, I only ran in them to the 100-mile point. So I'm afraid I don't have any additional information on them. Um, Martha says, in terms of them needing rain over there, it's because it's in Colorado. That's where she is. Uh, it's too dry, and that's why they need the rain. There's a fire danger. Oh. But all the better people inside, too. Um, she said the infection rate has been flat and will stay that way unless a bunch of people flock here later from other places. Yeah, I've been hearing that Colorado's been doing pretty well in terms of your numbers, so I think hopefully it stays that way. Uh, Mr. Random is coming in from London. Good to see you. And uh, Cody Davis says it's a rainy day in Florida. Hmm. All sorts of weather today. Yeah, Jeff Lanigan says, I just need Starbucks to reopen every runner's favorite network of restrooms. I was thinking about that. Like, the, some of the Starbucks here are open in Chicago, but they're, like, ordering through the app only. Like, I don't think that they would let me inside to go poop in there. Even if I was, like, I'll buy 10 coffees, like, or one of, like, the big handles of coffee. I don't think how, there's an amount of coffee I could buy that they, they would let me in there. Because, uh, like, I don't think people are going in there yet. But, I mean, Chicago, I think, is going to be on the tail end of, like, recovery compared to everywhere else. Just because it's a very densely populated area. 
I mean, not that, I mean, in like the world population sense of it, you know, it's a tiny city in, compared to most other countries, big cities, but it's pretty densely populated for the U.S., and um, I think we're going to be very slow. And I think that's the prudent way to do it here. So I don't know when I'll be able to poop in a Starbucks again. I miss it. <laughs> Dimaje Brown, good to see you again. It says, has a shoe company reached out to you about sponsorship? If not, how would you feel about it? No one has. Um, I, I don't think that's like kind of like the way that they operate. I think that places like with what's happening at Tracksmith, I think is interesting that if someone had some sort of other skills, plus they were like a passionate runner, I think that they could do something like that in terms of being like a community manager or like, like a super brand ambassador. But I feel like they do fine and get pretty much exactly what they need from brand ambassadors already. So unless that they really wanted to get like a big brand ambassador, like if they wanted to sponsor like, I don't know, like Chris Pratt, then that might require a sponsorship more than just like an endorsement deal. But it feels like an endorsement deal will probably be enough. You know, I'm not sure like how sponsorship would work for like a non-elite. I think the places that would be most likely to do that right now would probably be Hoka because right now they're already like profiling I think they may have Hoka-sponsored athletes that are not pros. I don't know what the exact label that they're putting on it is, but it's like they have like amateurs that are not elite, but are that are just passionate runners that are doing that. I think they have, I thought I saw some sort of like, kind of like, every, it was like an every woman kind of thing that they had. Um, and they just did the thing with, Ben Rosario did the thing with, um, and NAZ Elite did the thing with Matt Fitzgerald, where they took him in and treated him like a pro and they trained with the team for a summer. So like that is like the closest thing that I could, like I would ever like want, I think. And how would I feel about it? I probably would not take up that offer. Um, I mean, it would depend. If it were like a long-term exclusive thing, that would be one thing, but you know, I think that it would be interesting, but I, I, I'm not sure because it would have to be a very interesting scenario, a very like Matt Fitzgerald-like situation where I could go and train like, like train at altitude somewhere like Matt Fitzgerald did. Um, but then it would make it, I, I, maybe if the place also let me still review other shoes, you know, but then that would also feel weird. Right, if I were running for like Saucony, and I was like, "Hey, I'm a Saucony-sponsored athlete, and let me tell you about this New Balance," that would be—I don't know—it'd be a weird situation. No one's ever—I don't—I don't think I have to worry about that scenario happening. But it is an interesting thought experiment that I've kind of gone through, where I'm like, I don't think I could do that. I think I could do like apparel, if they also don't make shoes. But like the crux of this channel is like reviewing shoes, and so it would make it really hard to only do one brand. Roadrunner Review says, the wife and I took the boat out yesterday. felt great to get out without a mask. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I think that, like, you know, with the mask, and there's been a lot of grumpy people on the Internet. I feel like there's a lot of people that have, like, rich, reached their, like, tipping point um, in terms of, like, not mask wearers, and they've all, like, their tipping point equals go on the Internet and look for people that are wearing masks and, like, harass them. So I've been getting a lot of that this weekend. I think everyone's just got too much free time. Sorry, my glasses are like really like gross and it's hard for me to see. And, um, uh, but I, I do think that like it depends on where you are. If you're in a place where you can stay separate from people, you don't, I mean, you don't need to have it on. I think, I, 
I think that's just a great situation if you can be like that. Because that's just nice. Like, if we had a backyard, yeah, I would just send the kids outside and they could run around without a mask on. Um, Mr. Random says, what shoe stack height works for you best? I don't know that there's a number. I don't look at the numbers close enough to know. Um, I think it would always, I mean, it's a hard thing to keep it. It's kind of like, uh, I mean, we've been talking a lot about font sizes on this, these live streams. It's kind of like when people ask me, like, how big of a font size is big enough when you're making, like, graphics for a courtroom? And I'm like, it depends. Size 40 Arial is different than size 40 Courier. So which font are you using? And I think the same thing happens with um, the midsole foam. The, the, like a good stack height is going to depend on what foam material you're using and also uh, what the purpose of the shoe is. So like for example, um, you know, like, uh, well, I'll use the Adidas Ultra Boost 19 and 20. The 19 and 20, uh, the 19 has like seven millimeters more heel stack height and also forefoot. Same exact um, heel drop. Um, I would extrapolate from that the same geometry in between like the heel and the forefoot, but who knows? I think there's something is some different going on in between there. But, you know, I think that like boost, I think the amount they had in Ultra Boost 19 was too much. It did, I didn't like it. The amount they have in the Ultra Boost 20, I do like that. And so it just, same material, almost the identical shoe, just different amount of height. Yeah, the height actually matters. But like, I don't think I could compare like the millimeters of stack height of boost versus the millimeters of stack height of like React foam. So it, it just kind of depends. Um, See, Running Addict says, watching you has not only motivated me, it has gotten my wife into running. Oh, that's awesome. That's cool, Running Addict. Um, that's great to hear. I like, I mean, I, I don't know why, but I really like it because some occasionally, like, people will tell me, like, like me and my fiance or me and my girlfriend or me and my wife um, will watch the channel together. And I'm like, wow, that's really cool. I, really, I don't know why I really like that. But, um, and I'm not assuming that your wife also watches the channel. Maybe she's seen you watching, watching you run. And that's motivated her too. Uh, but I'll take the assist on that one. <laughs> Makes me feel good. Thank you. Roadrunner Review says, it's been cool for so long. 80 yesterday felt like 100. Yeah, I mean, like, same thing here. It's not that hot, but, like, it went from being chilly to, like, boom, it's hot all of a sudden. And that, the transition has been tough. Um, Frank LaHulia says about the walks that I have with my daughter. He says, like, the walks, and then puts it in quotations and says, with your daughter are like at like an easy running moving pace yeah they're usually like i think there's a lot of stops so with her we're going at like four o'clock in the afternoon there's usually a lot of people out so it's a lot of stopping and going it's pretty annoying but we're trying to stay away from everybody and then um so when we're running i'm probably running like 10 minute miles nine minute miles but there's a lot of stops and then um you know there's stoplights traffic all that kind of thing so but it's um, it's it averages out to like 11 or 12 minute miles something like that and it's uh it's been fun I really enjoy it and she really likes it too um, all right let's see Cody Davis says do you have the GoPro media mod thought about getting one to talk to the camera while running I do not have the GoPro media mod Cody uh, did I mention it Cody Davis asked that um, I do not have the GoPro Media Mod, and the main reason for that is I've not needed to use it. I have like in-race running footage where I'm like running and talking to the camera, and it seems to be relatively fine. 
I'm sure I could get better audio, but like the gains are are like the, the cost of carrying that extra stuff versus the the marginal gains in audio quality. I mean, I actually haven't tested it, so I don't know for sure, but like I haven't heard anyone say like, "Well, this is this audio. It's like it's like a, you got like a lavalier mic on here, and the the wind reduction is that much better." I've always felt like the big strength of GoPro cameras is their wind reduction and like their audio capabilities, and I feel like right now they have two killer features that like all the other like competitors i don't like i think dji comes closest but like a lot all the cheap no-name ones i just don't think they compete on are their stabilization and the audio the mics the wind rejection like that part i think is really fantastic um so i'm big i'm a big fan of those so i haven't tried the medium out i came really close to it because as, as we were playing around with some of this setup for the live stream I one time did one streaming through the GoPro, and then I thought, well, I can make it real easy if I just get the GoPro media mod, and then I have good audio from that. But then I didn't like the way that GoPros stream. They only stream, they don't stream in linear. They only stream in like super wide. So it was super fisheye, and I didn't want that. So um, I ended up not, not buying one. Let's see. Um, Shannon Sai says, thank you for continuing to wear your mask on your solo runs. I get so irked now when I now see running groups too close together without masks. Yeah, I mean, I think it's probably on the, I'm erring on the side of caution with the way I run at the time that I run. But just today, I was coming across an intersection and it, like the building, like there was like building all the way straight up to the sidewalk. And there was, so it was like a blind corner. And when I came across, a woman was walking down the street and it was like 5.30 in the morning. So it wasn't dark, at least uh, thankfully it wasn't dark. If it were dark, I think I caught her by such surprise, I think she would have screamed. But I definitely caught her by surprise enough that she was startled and like paused where she was. So that's how like close we were. And I felt like, well, that's a good situation to have a mask. And uh, like imagine if she did like go wah and screamed, like, you know, when you talk and when you or sing or, or, or like, you know, whenever you're actually using your voice, that seems to make it worse in terms of potential transmission you know or if i had been like whoa you know then that's the situation that i wear the mask for and i just try to leave it on the entire time uh, because of that um yeah i've been getting a lot of people that are like people have been sending me links and i know everyone means well um for like the story about some runner apparently in china had like a collapsed lung because that runner had been running for a couple months with a mask on. And I was just like, yeah, like, why aren't any big, like, like the links are always to like these news websites that I'm like, is this a real newspaper? I don't think this is a real newspaper. Um, and then like the legend is growing and now it's like saying like a group of college students, it happened to them. And so like, it's just, it, it like, it's got its own legs. But um, yeah, I mean, even if that's true, you know, what's the probability of that? I mean, everyone always is like, there's two things, the probability that something will happen and the magnitude of the harm, right? In that situation, the magnitude of the harm is that I could have a collapsed lung, that's pretty bad. But what's the probability of that? You know, um, even if it's as likely as getting COVID, the magnitude of that is that's only one person getting affected. If I r run with a mask and spread it or get it, I can affect many people. 
and it could be deadly, lethal. So it's like, I, I don't know. I, I, I think people mean well, but there's just like a lot of um, information sharing going on lately, and it all tends to have like a slightly negative energy to it. So I'm hoping that we can get it all out this weekend. Everyone go outside safely, separated from everyone else, and then we can be like normal or whatever normal means anymore next week. Um, let's see. Uh, Michael Sung says, hey, Kofuzi, what are you listening to when you're running? Uh, these days, it's a lot of podcasts. I just finished a book. Well, I finished Matt Fitzgerald's book, and I haven't been like ready to dive into another one yet. Uh, I know we talked about um, Dean Carnassus's book. Martha, I think, is here. She was the one that recommended it. Says he talks about eating pizza on his ultra runs. But I looked at the road to Sparta, and it didn't. I looked at kind of like the review of it, and it didn't look like that one would end up talking about pizza a lot. Not that I'm looking for a book that talks about running and eating pizza. Although, like, I don't know. I get. I feel like if I ever wrote a book, that's probably the that's the working title: running and pe like running while eating pizza. Pizza runner. I don't know. No, that would be misleading. People would think I was like working at a restaurant. So I'm thinking my next book will probably be either Malcolm Gladwell's book, who's like How to Talk to Strangers, or Talking to Strangers or something like that, or it'll be um, probably, um, what is it, Mar Marakumi, What I Talk About When I Talk About Running, probably one of those two. Um, but other than that, a lot of podcasts, Alley on the Run, um, Morning Shakeout, Lindsay Hines, I'll Have Another, um, Matt Chittam's uh, Rambling Runner. Um, for the long run, uh, Clean Sport Collective. I think that's what it's called, Clean Sport. Kara Goucher is on it. Um, so th those are the ones that I've been listening to a lot. Um, Giuseppe Angelucci says, Font Talk. Check out Brick's Fontcast from the middle. Hilarious. Um, yeah, I will, have to take, I will have to take a look at that. I mean, how, how much can people possibly talk about font, right? I guess we'll find out. I, I guess I'll, you already know. I guess I'll find out. <laughs> Corrections says, hey, Kofuzi, think about picking up a pair of the Saucony Ride ISO 2 uh, as it's only 50 bucks. Looking about, uh, what do you think about that shoe? Um, I think that I think it's fu funny that Corrections, um, I don't know if you did this intentionally. I hope you did it intentionally because it's pretty funny because it took him three tries to write his question out because he kept having like mistyping stuff. Anyway, um, I like the Ride ISO 2. It wasn't my favorite ride, though. It felt, it was a very comfortable shoe. Two things, it's a little bit hot and it's a little bit rigid. So it feels like there's not a lot of play in the foot. And so like, it feels like you're running on like a paddle a little bit. Um, not that it's not smooth, you can run on it fine, but it just felt like, I don't know, sometimes my foot, you know, needs a little bit more play and it felt a little bit stiff. Um, and the upper was really hot. Like most Saucony shoes for me are really hot. Um, Sayoke Mutakin says, what do you think about buying Pegasus? And I've never seen anyone says like, what do you think as WDYT? I like that. What do you think about buying the Pegasus 36 in 2020? I like it a lot. I still think it's a beautiful shoe. I think it's still, it still will be fine. I wouldn't be worried about like if this shoe sat around in like a super hot or super cold warehouse for an entire year, like what would it do to it? I think it'd be fine. So I think if you could get it for a good price, I like it. Um, yeah. Um, let's see. Shan says, opposite of having a collapsed lung, I've wondered if mask wearing is similar to altitude, low oxygen training, 
maybe you're actually helping your VO2 max. Yeah, people have been asking me that, and I'm not, I don't know, I have no idea um, if it can have any effect. Um, I will say, though, that, like, it'll probably feel a lot better to run without one, you know, on. Uh, I had, I had a, a little bit where I did run without it. I was running when some of the, some of the ones that I have are real tight. And as I was running one day, I was really fighting mine. And it, like, it completely just, like, I was, I was just running. And then, like, it kept tugging my ears. And then you, got, you guys, I think you guys could see it in some of the footage that when I show my side, sometimes my ears, like, folded down because, like, the straps are pulling on it. And one time, one of my masks, like, almost, like, jumped off my face because both gave at the same time. And so I, like, I jumped on my face and I caught it. I didn't really have to catch it. It was, like, falling. It wasn't, like, it shot out and I, like, reached out and grabbed it. But it was, like, falling off. I grabbed it. And then I was just, like, uh, it was a fast mile. So I was, like, I'm going to just finish this mile up and then I'll put it back on on the rest. That, the rest of that mile felt good, I'll tell you that. Um, yeah. Edbuds literally has pizza in the oven. That's, that's awesome. I don't know if we'll have pizza for dinner. We had pizza like on Friday. What's today? Sunday? I think that's enough of a gap. <laughs> well, maybe we will have pizza for dinner too. Um, Roadrunner Review says, uh, I wear the Kapuzi Running Club Gator. I can run with it without it pulled up, and when I run into someone, it's easy to pull up. Yeah, I think if I were running in an area that was much less uh, populated, you know, like if I was running in a park or on a trail where I could easily see when people were coming, I would probably not wear a mask. I'd probably have a gator on um, and then just pull it up anytime someone was nearby. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Ed says he just runs as far away as possible from anyone. Heaven knows how it will return to normal life when it does happen. Yeah, we'll see. Um, and Martha says she also wears the, the Run Club Gator. I apologize, guys, that there, I can't, there isn't like a summer version that I can offer. But because um, I know that one is because it's double layered, it's a little bit warmer. But it does feel nice. It's a very soft material. Um, it is Dunbar. A video review running podcast would be good. Okay, I could do that. Um, let's see. Uh, Kiefer Vacation says, almost forgot, I would like to report Carbon Rocket is better than the Carbon X, is better than the Rocket X. Really? That's disappointing. I, I was hoping that the Rocket X would be like the answer that I needed. I like the carbon plate in the rock Carbon Rocket, and I like the like long distance capabilities of the Carbon X, but I need something like in the middle. But if it's not, hmm, that's disappointing. Uh, Harry Crona says, favorite shoes right now, Hyperion Tempo? Yeah, that's probably one of them. Meta Racer is another one I really like. Uh, I'm also really liking the Ultra Escalante. I never thought I'd say that, but I'm having a good time in that shoe. Um, Kevin Scott says, Kofuzi, are any of your 6 a.m. Instagram streams getting recorded to Spotify for Spotify? I've got another six hour drive coming up. I tend to miss those, so that would certainly pass the time. They are not getting recorded to Spotify, but I think that you can um, now Spotify changed the way that they do it, where it instead of it showing up in your stories only for 24 hours, you can choose to save it and it can be permanently available on IGTV. So like if you go to like my IGTV section, I have this series of all of them um, since the time that they made that change. So they're all in there. So that's that's an option. But I've been really trying to keep the Instagram ones on, in the morning really simple. So like there's it's just AirPods or like my Jabra Elites or whatever, whatever my um, 
earbuds I have in and I don't want to like get a soundboard or try to record it or anything. So like that's kind of like been that. But I'm glad that now it's being, it, do, it is like memorialized in some way. It's not on Spotify though. Um, Josh, uh, ho and so hopefully you can see that on your six hour drive. That's a long, that's a long drive. Josh Armadi says, I jog with the dog. So the evening is quite nice. I'll enjoy getting the new headlamp. Cool. Tango3 says, thoughts on heel drop, high versus low for training long runs, or it's just preference, any advantages? Basically, Hoka's low heel drop versus other running shoes. I think a lot of that comes down to preference. Some people will say that the high heel drop is bad for you, but I, I, I run in all variety. So I'm running in right now um, the Nova Blast, and um, I think the Nova Blast is a 10 millimeter heel drop, but I know the Pegasus is a 10 millimeter heel drop all the way to the Ultra Escalante, which is a zero millimeter heel drop and lots in between. And I mean, I think that I'm, I'm not that sensitive to changes in heel drop. So I might not be the, like, I'm not saying that like I do it so everyone should be able to do it, but like it just changes how the shoe feels. But I don't think there's anything about that necessarily that is like, yeah, when you're training, you should be at 10 millimeters. When you're like race specific fine tuning, you should be at six. And then when you're racing, you should be at two. Like, I don't think there's rules like that. Not as far as I know. Um, Martha says that the double layer of the neck gaiter equals double protection. I like, I mean, I thought I thought about that too. I'm like, well, on that in that case, like at least you have two layers of cloth, you know. Uh, in the long run, it says, I run out on the road, hop over fences and turn the other way when I see a runner coming towards me. Yesterday, I had the situation where um, both the other runner and I were coming down on the sidewalk. And like, I think like we never really made eye contact until it was like kind of late. But what happened was like, I saw her um, and then I was like, oh, I'm gonna hop out onto the street to give her room. But I had cars right there to the side of me. So I was gonna be like, well, after these two cars, I'll go jump out. In the time that it took me to pass those two cars, she had already jumped out into the road. And so now I was on the road and she was on the road. And then we both kind of, so we were, it was kind of like, you know, when everyone's like, oh, oh, sorry, uh, excuse me. It was like that, but our running like COVID social distancing version of that. So that was pretty silly. But it's nice to see that like there's other people out there that are trying to be very courteous and mindful of other people. So it was great. Um, Shannon Tsai says, my heart sings every time I hear you surprisingly say you're liking the Escalante. It's time for more ultra reviews. I, I mean, I think I, I, I think I have to. Not that, I, not that I'm like reluctant to or whatever, but you know, sometimes I review, like I review less Brooks shoes because like every other Brooks shoe I run in, I don't like. And so it's like, mm, I get less excited about the brand. This time I've tried a new brand and a shoe that I really liked. And so I should try more. You're right, Shannon. Um, Sayoki Mutakin says, I'm curious about when the first time you could reach the marathon distance and what shoe did you wear on? The first marathon that I ran was in 2010. I did a couch to marathon and it was terrible. Um, my knee was all banged up. I think my knee was banged up both from just like, I ramped up mileage too fast. I, my body wasn't ready to do a couch to marathon, but I pushed through it anyway and I got hurt. The other thing was I was running in um, stability shoes um, and uh, it was a Mizuno. I forget what kind it was, but it was a Mizuno stability shoe. And I think that also just messed my knee up as well. So that like exacerbated the issue. Um, so I started training for that couch to marathon exactly this time of year. I was sitting with my friends on the rooftop of our building 
uh, for Memorial Day weekend. We're all drinking beers and having food. And then I was like um, telling everyone, like, my dad is 60 and he's signing up for his first marathon. It's in October. Um, and I was like, I just turned 30. I should run that with him. And, I, and that's how I went. Like the next day I started running. Maybe not the next day because I think I was maybe a little bit tired from the day's festivities. But pretty soon after that. Um, that I don't really recommend. I didn't like it. Um, I took a very long break after that. And I think the next marathon I ran was in 2017. And I ran that in Pegasus 34s. So that was a much better marathon for me. I still ended up doing a lot of walking at the end of that marathon. I have a bad, I have a bad history with that. But um, yeah, I did some walking, but uh, it wasn't the shoe's fault. But yeah. Um, Oh, the perfect transition to this question. Carter Winslow asks, any tips for people looking to starting running again after a long break? I would say uh, ease into it for sure. Uh, you know, you're not going to be able to hop right back in at the level you were running before. Uh, you have to kind of start over. And if it turns out your body hasn't forgotten to run, great. Then you can ramp up quickly, but, you know, you're probably, your body probably needs more chance to reacclimate itself to, to running. Um, so I would say do that. Go for you know running many. I'd say in the beginning, go for running more times per week than you go for running more running at a time. If that makes sense. Um, Steve says I'm going to miss running on the roads. I swear the ground is softer. Just my imagination. Hmm. I don't know. Um, let's see. Uh, and Martha says, I bet you're comfortable with a range of heel drop because you rotate, sh because I rotate them. The same thing for her. That, that possibly could be it, you know. Um, and motivation theory running says the flexibility of your calf matters with the heel drop. If you're not flexible in the calf, you may have issues with the lower heel drops until you get used to it. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Um, Simon Partridge says, I'm not built for the early runs. Thankfully, the city is small and everyone's mostly friendly and gives space. Even drivers move over fronters on the road, avoiding pedestrians. That's interesting. You know, what I've seen here in Chicago is uh, that drivers uh, very much do not want to move over for runners, even if it's 4.30 in the morning and there is plenty of space to just move over a little bit. I would, say, I would not say most. I would say there is a, sm a very obvious minority of runners that are doing that. And um, what's interesting is I was watching, uh, was it DC Rainmaker did a video on that new Garmin thing. It's like a ra Garmin like has like a radar thing that you could put on your bike now. And it tracks not only how many cars are around you, it can like kind of give you data after the fact to see how many of them are speeding up as they get near you or even swerving closer towards you. I feel like that's just very interesting data to see if like, I bet, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I bike commute, like I use a Divi bike, like a bike share bike when I ride a bike. Um, so, but I've never ridden like in like a group of other bicyclists, like on a Saturday trying to get in like 40, 50 miles or however many miles a, bi a long bicycle ride is. Um, but I'm sure that that's something that like everyone in that community is like swears happens. Uh, and I, it's not that I don't, I, I don't disbelieve them. I'm sure that it does, but it'd be interesting to see like what the data actually is. My guess is that it probably happens even more than like bicycle rider, riders think it happens. Ed Bud's getting out of here because he says it's pizza time. Michael, message on Insta. Stay safe, buddy. Awesome. I look forward to hearing from you. Jeremy Trueblood says, first time checking into the live stream from Japan. Awesome. That's cool. Welcome. I've uh, been listening to the podcast. 
Cool. Thanks for doing this every day. Well, thank you so much for listening. And uh, I think everyone here has been having a good time. I've been having a good time with it too. Oh, that reminds me. And I'll probably end with this t for, for today. This is probably a good place to end it. Um, I, I mentioned at the, at the way top that I have some interesting developments or good news. Uh, we talked about getting some koozies made up uh, to uh, have for uh, you know Thursday happy hour or just to have koozies. And so I have designed a koozie. Uh, I made it just a single color. So it's relatively basic, but I won't show it to you guys yet. Um, it's not gonna arrive until like the first week of June, but koozies are on the way. I'll put them in the, I'll probably put them in, they won't be available in Teespring, but they're available in my uh, Etsy shop. And so then, um, yeah, call them koozies. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so they'll be available there, and I got them for pretty cheap. So I think I'm gonna make sure that they stay pretty cheap. So that way, um, I'd rather unload them all and not make any money on them than like make a couple of bucks and have some left over, or try to make some money on it and like sit on 20 extra koozies later. Because I have to order a hundred. I don't know if I can sell a hundred koozies, um, but we'll see. We'll see. It'll be fun. So if anything else, like if after a while, if after like a couple months, you know, I'm not selling them, then, you know, then they become giveaways or something like that. So I feel like they'll be, they'll get, they'll get some use out of it. Um, but hopefully you find them interesting. I think it's pretty cool. I designed it myself. I got like my Apple pencil out and I did, like, drew something. So pretty cool. All right. I know I got to get going. Uh, I know there's still some questions here. Sorry about that. Uh, I'll be back uh, on Instagram 6 a.m. tomorrow uh, or 3 p.m. here. And uh, if you guys want to check out more uh, live streams um, and ask those questions, or if you just want to DM me those questions on Instagram, probably is the best way to do it, or on Twitter. I'm happy to answer questions there too. Um, I'll see you again soon, guys. In the meantime, hope you guys are staying safe out on, the, on your runs, uh, especially with the holiday weekend. Hopefully you can enjoy some of the outdoor weather, some nice weather this weekend in a socially distant way. And I will see you guys in the next one. Thanks, everybody.